Amen. All across the building. Can you do it in faith? Can you clap your hands all across the building? Come on, you ought to just rejoice just for a moment. Can you lift your voice and clap your hands all across the building? Come on, you ought to make hell tremble just for a moment. Can you lift your voice from the front to the back? I want you to praise God in faith for what he's doing and what he's about to do. Lift your voice, Antioch Central, and let hell feel the power of the Spirit of the living God. Amen, amen, amen. How many of you feel the winds of the Holy Ghost? Amen, amen. It blows where it wants, amen. And you can't control it, but you hear the sound thereof. Amen. Can I tell you, if you're a guest or if you've been here from day one, there's something about the power of God. You can't control it. You can't, you can't contain it. You can't pressure it to do what it wants. But when it shows up, you just know that it's there. You just know that you know that it's there. Can I tell you, the best time to get in the water is when the water's troubled. Amen. Can you look at somebody and tell them it's time to get in today? It's time to get in today. I'm, I'm, I'm talking to some people that it's been a few years since you've gotten in the water and the excuse has been a lot of different things. Uh, it's not my timing yet. I don't know if God wants to do it. Can I tell you this morning, I just feel in the Holy Ghost that if you will step in this morning, if you'll get into what God is doing, if you won't clap just to clap, but you'll do it in faith. Uh, if you won't shout just to shout, but you'll do it in faith. Uh, if you won't respond just to respond, but you'll do it in faith. Uh, believe that this Sunday, uh, this morning, God is getting ready to blow on everything uh, that's been holding me back. Amen, amen, amen. I feel the power of the Holy Ghost. If you can open up your Bibles with me, I'm not going to take too long. I'm not going to take too long. Amen, amen. So, so good to be here. So thankful for what the Lord is doing. So thankful for what the Lord is doing. Amen, amen. Amen. If you're excited to be in the building, can you just look at somebody and tell them it's a good day to be in church? It's a good day to be in church. Amen. 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 I'm, I'm just really enjoying what I'm feeling here this morning. Amen. Amen. I don't, I, don't, I don't know if you know this. I don't know if you know this, uh, but the Bible says that after, uh, after uh, Abel's blood was spilled on the ground uh, by his brother Cain, uh, when God approached Cain, and he wanted to figure out what was going on. He said, Cain, where's your brother? He said, listen, I, am I my brother's keeper? That's, that's not my responsibility. And God speaks to him and says, listen, uh, I hear your brother's blood crying out from the ground. Amen. There was a voice that was coming from the earth. And I can't, I don't know how to explain it this morning, but I almost feel the blood of the ground crying out. Amen. And it's not Abel's blood. Uh, but if you don't know the story, about 2,000 years ago, there was a man that was named Jesus uh, who walked amongst us. Amen. And there was something in him that was so powerful that all of hell trembled wherever he went. That demons would yell and scream in torment. That sickness couldn't run any faster than they did. And that man was beaten for our transgressions, wounded for our iniquity. And when he stretched himself wide on that cross, there was drips and droplets of blood that began to fall on 
the ground. And can I tell you, 2,000 years later, it's still speaking, and I can hear the blood of revival crying out from the ground of Annapolis and Baltimore. Antioch Central, if you'd open up your ears to hear, you'd hear promises that you haven't heard in a while. You'd hear words that you haven't heard in a while. God saying, I can rattle everything that you thought was silent. I hear the blood of Calvary crying out from the ground. Amen. 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 Acts chapter 2. Acts chapter 2. Acts chapter 2. If you're a guest or a visitor in this place, we thank you for being with us. I ask you, if you're wanting good preaching, please be back next Sunday. Uh, I believe your pastor will be back in town. How many of you love your pastor? Amen. Amen. And, and you'll hear something amazing. So thankful for the leadership of this church. Amen. How many of you guys aren't just thankful for your pastor, but you're thankful for your pastor's family? Amen. You guys are blessed. So blessed uh, to all the elders in this church. I want to thank them. Thankful for uh, the hyphen and youth uh, department and all those who are leading that. Uh, you guys just have uh, some. There's just something good going on here. Amen. There's something good going on here. Amen. Amen. I just want to challenge some of you guys. Amen. I just feel like the voice of Caleb has just been silent too long. Amen. There's some of you guys, you, you, you used to run, you used to dance, you used to shout. You kind of gotten up in age. Amen. You kind of gotten silent. But I think Caleb needs to get his voice back. Give me my mountain. Amen. Give me everything that belongs to me. Amen. Before this service is over, I want to hear you, Caleb. Amen. Whether male or female, I want to hear you, Caleb. It's been too long that we haven't heard your voice. Amen. It's been too long we haven't felt your spirit. Amen. You're in here in body, but it's been a while since we felt your spirit. Amen. Since we've heard your sword swinging back and forth. I want to hear you before the service is over, Caleb. Amen. Acts chapter 2. Acts chapter 2, if you're there, shout amen. If you're there, shout amen. Acts chapter 2 and verse 1. The Bible says, when the day of Pentecost had fully come, everybody shout, fully come. They were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven. Everybody say sound. Everybody say sound. There was a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind and it filled the whole house where they were sitting then there appeared unto them divided tongues as a fire and one sat upon each of them and they were all filled with the holy spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the spirit of god gave them the utterance i want you to jump down to verse 14 with me but peter standing up with the 11 raised his voice and said to them men of judea and all who dwell in jerusalem let this be known to you and heed my words for these are not drunk as ye suppose since it is only the third hour of the day but this is what was spoken by the prophet joel this is what was spoken by the prophet Joel. This is what was spoken by the prophet Joel. I wish you would receive this this morning. That in the last days, saith God, I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh. 
You've heard it before, but we're going to use it again today. There's been something that has been spoken by prophets of old. And Peter pulled from the words of the prophet and said, this isn't just a coincidence. But what you feel in the place today, there was a prophet long ago who said there would be revival. And there would be harvest. And there would be outpouring. And he said, make no mistake. This is that that was spoken by the prophet Joel in the last day saith God I will pour out of my spirit I'm trying to preach it to you believe it because it's just a scripture but in this atmosphere it's a prophetic word this is that this is that this is all across the building lift your hands lift your voice I want you to begin to pray in the Holy Ghost in faith all across the building from the front to the back lift your voice and begin to pray in the Holy Ghost in faith come on Antioch Central you're just teeny-tottering right now I need you to step into what God is doing don't miss your moment, Antioch. I need you to step in. This could be that for you today. This could be that for you today. Shataya la mandalaba sataye. Shikandalama sataye. Shikataye lebo sataye. Lift your voice one more time and just worship him. Come on, don't just clap your hands. Can you worship him? Can you praise him? Can you give him glory? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Now with one loud voice, can you just shout the name of Jesus? It feels good. One more time. Can you just shout the name of Jesus? Some of you feel what I'm feeling. The others of you guys are just lost a little bit. Amen. Amen. That's that power that'll make cancer disappear. Amen. Just one more time, just to make the devil mad. Can you just shout the name of Jesus? Clap your hands into the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. You may be seated. You may be seated. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. 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 I want you to understand today. That God has not stopped speaking. Amen. Amen. want you to understand that the issue that we are facing in the 21st century church has nothing to do with God speaking. God is always speaking. I want you to understand that man is living by the promises and the spoken word of God. It was God's very word that framed the world in which we exist. Amen. It was God's very words that framed the places that you go. It's the construct of everything that we know. It's God's word that did that. It's every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God that we live by. But I want you to know that that proceeding is not the issue. It is continually proceeding out of God's mouth. The issue we have today is not the lack of God's word. The issue we have 
today is the improper response from the church to God's word. Some of you are looking at me like I'm crazy. Can I tell you today, there's nothing wrong with the word of God. There's nothing wrong with the word of God. Amen. Can I tell you what's wrong in today's culture is the church has stopped responding properly to the word of God. Amen. You ought to just shout it because then I could have just moved on. I could have just left. I could feel some of you guys already. Amen. But we're just going to drop that just for a moment. Amen. Can I tell you there's no issue with God speaking. God is always speaking. If you're not hearing, there's nothing wrong with his lips. There's just something wrong with your ears. That is the condition that we are living in today. It's not that sinners have a struggle hearing God's word. It's that the saints of God have issues responding properly to the word of God. We don't know how to respond anymore when God begins to speak something. Amen. I'm intentionally letting you settle into this silence because I'm going to break that this morning. You know, I struggle with some of you guys. Your your pastor, I'm sure he's watching. He can call me and rebuke me later if I'm wrong. But I struggle with some of you guys because some of you guys are hiding promises that you know exist. Amen. Amen. You're, You're trampling them underfoot because you're hiding them under tradition and normality. Amen. You walk in and you don't say much. You walk in and you don't ask much. You just kind of go about church as if it's normal. And you know what? God has a way of releasing out of you what you've been hiding for some time. Amen. Amen. Can I tell you after a while, God gets a little frustrated when he's entrusted you with something that never was belonging to stay there. When God spoke something to you or put it in you, it was not just for you. It was supposed to be released out of you. And we get stuck in the process of transition. Because we don't know how to respond properly. And so what God has to do is God has to allow people to frustrate us into the place so we can finally say something. Amen, 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 amen. The Bible says that Jesus speaking to Peter, he's saying, listen, I want you to understand that you're going to deny me three times. Everybody say three times. Man. And Peter says, listen, I, I won't deny you. There, there's, there's no possible way I can do that after all we've been through. Amen. After everything I've seen, after everything you've displayed, after all the demonstration, after every single miracle, there's no way I could deny you. But can I tell you how Peter denied Jesus? Peter's denial of Jesus came into being when it was time for him to align with the word of God. He decided that he would respond but respond in the wrong way whenever you step into a church service or you are in the flow of the Holy Ghost and God is trying to move and speak something to you but you decide to act on an improper response God treats that as denial he doesn't just treat that as silence he treats it as denial and when God begins to move and begins to rattle promises that have been laying dormant from some time but you forget how to clap your hands you forget how to lift your voice you forget forget how to respond properly that's not just silence it's denial 
Amen, 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 amen. Listen, I'm, I'm stubborn. I'm going to stay here. Amen. My flight leaves tomorrow. I will stay here. Amen. Amen. Look at somebody and tell them, don't deny him. Don't deny him. Don't deny him. Amen. Amen. We realize, we realize that when uh, it came about that the people of God were in Egypt. Amen. They were in bondage, not in Canaan yet. What we see is the Bible says that there arose a generation that did not know the God of Joseph. Can I tell you, I don't blame the generation for that. I don't blame Pharaoh for not knowing who God is. That's not his responsibility. I don't blame Egypt for not knowing who God is. That's not their responsibility. Please tell me, where was the demonstration that Joseph saw? Where was the power of God that Joseph saw amongst the Israelites? If they don't know who he is, that's not their fault. That's our problem. If they don't know where to go when they need a miracle, that's not their fault. That's our problem. If they don't know where to go when they need deliverance, that's not their fault. That's our problem. Antioch, if they don't know who God is, that's not their fault. That's our problem. I'm asking you today, do they know who he is? Amen, 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 amen. 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 And the struggle, the struggle we find ourselves in is that we don't know how to call on the wind anymore. Amen. We don't know how to call on the wind anymore. Amen. Because we can show up into church and we don't know how to properly respond. Some of you guys are looking at her like she's crazy. She's just responding. Amen. We don't know how to respond to the wind anymore. Amen. Because we had elders that knew how to respond to the wind and get the wind to show up. Amen. And so we want a Pentecost experience, but we don't want to learn how to tarry in the Holy Ghost until the day of Pentecost is fully come. That's the issue with us. We want a premature revival. One that doesn't have to wait nine months to come into completion. But can I tell you today, you better learn how to respond properly and get the wind of the Holy Ghost to begin to blow. I'm calling on elders that have been silent long enough. Young people, you've been quiet long enough. When's the last time you ran the aisles? When's the last time you shouted? You're sitting back there like nothing's going up. You better learn how to call on the wind. Lift your hands and clap unto the Lord. I wish you would respond for a moment. Maybe seated, maybe seated. Amen. Shout amen. Shout amen. Amen. I was says Ezekiel. Ezekiel finds himself in a desert place, a barren place. There's something about those places, places where it shouldn't work. I believe God likes barren places. I think God enjoys to display himself in barren places. I, I, I don't know about you, but God has, God has a pattern of making his way in tombs. Amen. And here's where Ezekiel is. And Ezekiel is with God, and they're in this desert, and he just sees a whole bunch of bones. Amen. There's not much structure to it. There's not much form to it. There's not really a lot going on. And the Bible begins to say that God spoke to the man of God. 
God spoke to the preacher. God spoke to the elder. God spoke to the saint. God spoke to the mother in the church. And he said, can these dry bones live? And I want you to watch the traditionalist response of somebody who's been in church long enough. Thou knowest. That's real cute. It's kind of what we do. Spirit of God gets moving. You can feel something in the atmosphere. You know, listen, it's only, it's only, it's only, it's only uh, cultured Pentecostals that know how to res- Thou knowest. Lord, thou knowest. It's only cultured Pentecostals that know how to act like. You know why I know that? Because when you first got in church, that's not how you responded. Y'all laughing because you know it's true. Hey, man, I remember one time I was back, back at home, and uh, I don't remember who was preaching, but I, actually I think I do. It was a powerful evangelist preaching, preaching on the baptism of the Holy Ghost, and God started filling people with the Holy Ghost. And... Uh, and there's a few. There's one gentleman over here. He he got the Holy Ghost, and you could tell he hadn't been in church long, because because the wind started to blow again, and he didn't really know how to respond. And you you, you he was you know he kind of was he was before my time because he busted out in a twist. <laughs> Amen. He didn't know nothing about no thou knowest. Amen. He just knew the wind was there. I have to respond. Amen. And so Ezekiel says to God, he says, listen, can these dry bones live? Ezekiel gives him a response, thou knowest. And here comes the test that we always seem to miss. God says, I want you to prophesy. Amen. Ezekiel said, listen, God was speaking to Ezekiel and said, listen, Ezekiel, it's not good enough for you to know my mind. We know the mind of God. We know what he wants to do. We know where he's trying to move. The issue is, is we don't know how to connect our mouth to his mind. And so we stay silent where we should be speaking. I'm not preaching to you. Let me walk in the Holy Ghost for a bit. Amen. God is allowing judgment to fall on some of you because you have stayed silent long enough. And he's trying to press a word out of you because you don't know how to speak the right things anymore. Thou knowest. No, I'm not concerned about what I know. I'm concerned about what you're speaking because it's been a while since you prophesied. It's been a while since you've spoken something. And so because I can't get you to speak it, I will alter the context of which you're in so you can deliver the right word. You tell me how a Herod will alter the total demographics of society by calling a tax in the land, right? Under the inspiration of the Holy Ghost, whether he realized it or not, just so the word could be born in the right place. Because he refused the word to be born outside of the proper context. And so God alters society as a whole to make sure that when Mary delivers the word, that she does not do it in obscurity, but wise men will be able to find her. That she does not do it in obscurity, but the shepherds will be able to find her. Do you know how to prophesy and deliver a right word when it's needed? Amen, 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 amen. Amen, amen. Bible says in Acts chapter 2, when the day of Pentecost 
and fully come. Everybody shout, fully come. Everybody shout, fully come. Some of you guys don't like me. Listen, it'll be better in a little bit. Amen. The day of Pentecost was fully come. There was an opportune time. There was a moment it would happen. You know, sometimes the issue with these things is we can talk about them so long that when they show up, we don't know what to do with it. You can talk about it so much that when it actually comes to pass, you can miss the moment. But when the day of Pentecost had fully come and they tarried and they had stayed there for a while, not for the Holy Ghost, so just so, so God can get them right. Can I get, can I tell you, God, God's not, God's not waiting. God's not in a lack of his spirit. That's why he's waiting to pour it out. The issue is he wanted to get them right. They needed to get position. But there is an opportune time in which the Lord works in. And when that time is missed, amen. Can I tell you the tragedy of apostolics is that in that waiting period, the enemy will do everything he possibly can to numb you to the spirit and the word of God. That things can be said, but they no longer have impact. That God's presence can move, but it no longer touches you the same way. That God can begin to speak, but it doesn't get you out of your seat the right way. And so what happens is if he can't adjust the promise, he'll make sure that you'll stumble in the timing. So when the timing comes, all of a sudden, it's not God's will that's the factor. It's whether you're prepared for it or not. And can I tell you, Antioch Central, we are coming to the fulfillment of time where God is trying to pour out his spirit upon all flesh. Now's not the time to get numb. Now's not the time to take it casually. Now's not the time to take it as normal. But you want to learn how to respond and allow the wind to move the way it needs to. You want to learn how to respond to the word of God and open up your mouth and let the spirit of God move as it shift gears here for a little bit and I'll be done but can you do me a favor can you lift your hands and just begin to pray for a moment (laughs) some of you guys are mad at me you're offended but that's okay I just want you to step into this word right now because you know I'm speaking directly to you you know I'm speaking directly to you you've been silent long enough You've been silent long enough. You've been silent long enough. We don't know the last time we heard your voice. We don't know the last time we felt your spirit. We don't know the last time you engaged with the desperation in the prophetic. We don't know the last time you stepped into the fulfillment of what God's trying to say. I just want you to lift your voice for a moment and step in just for a minute. Just for a minute, just step into that. I'll move on, but I'm giving you an opportunity to realize that the fullness of time has come. And you're not waiting on God. God's waiting on you. You're not waiting on God. God's waiting on you. I want you to hold on for a second. Just give me a few moments and I'll be done. The most threatening part about this church is this church's voice. 
this church begins to speak, there is something that happens that shakes beyond just this locale. Can I tell you what the enemy has strategically been trying to do? He's been trying to silence you. Because if he can, I'm, I'm telling you, I know some of you guys, you feel what I'm saying right now. Because if he can silence your voice, he's taken away the power. That, listen, can I tell you the greatest thing about this church has not been the gifts that we have. It's not been the financial resources that we've had. It's been this church's ability to tap into a flow and begin to speak some things until the wind began to move. Man. And can I tell you what God is asking for right now? God's saying, I just need some more people that know how to pray until the wind begins to move. How many services have we let go by and God was trying to get you to activate something in the spirit, but you just stayed quiet? Amen. God was trying to get you to press something in the spirit, but you just stayed quiet. And God's been looking at you and saying, you don't realize it. I can't move until you move. I can't say it. He said, Ezekiel, you need to prophesy. And if you'll prophesy, the wind will begin to blow. The bones will begin to move. But until you learn to speak, elder, when's the last time you activated the wind? Shut up. Every person 30 and older, I want you to stand to your feet and lift your hands. Every person 30 and older, I want you to lift your feet, stand to your hands. I want you to lift your hands and just begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. Because there's some of you, you've been silent for a while when God's trying to activate you, but you're trying to ignore me. And can I tell you, the desperation of the Holy Ghost is trying to find you today because he's put something in you. You need to learn how to lose. This generation will never feel the effects of the wind if you stay silent. This generation will never feel the effects of the wind if you stay quiet. You better learn how to activate the wind and let the winds blow. When's the last time you pressed in the spirit till it hurt? And you felt something breaking? If they don't know who he is, it's because you stopped activating the wind. Yes. That sword has been laying there rusted. Man of God, I'm calling you to pick up that sword one more time. Woman of God, I'm calling you to pick up that sword one more time and learn how to activate the wind again. Activate. I'm talking about that tongue that used to roll out of your mouth that demons were afraid of. That tongue that used to roll out of your mouth that the youth used to shake under the power of God. Activate the wind one more time. Shaye. Shaye. 
Shaye, I'm talking to daddies in this place. How long are you going to let that snake live in, in your house? You know it's killing your family. You know it's killing your kids. You better learn to activate the wind and let it blow on every spirit. That casual prayer isn't cutting it anymore. God's wanting to know, do you still know how to activate the wind? Do you still know how to press even when it's embarrassing? When people look at you funny, but you know you are stepping into something that all of heaven and hell was moving under. Do me a favor. Do me a favor. If you're standing, I want you to find someone that's sitting. Find them and I want you to go pray with them. If you're standing, if you're 30 and older and there's somebody sitting next to you, if there's a young person sitting next to you, I want you to go find them and begin to pray with them. If you're standing next to a guest or a visitor, I just want you to ask them very kindly, can I pray with you? Can I pray with you? You better not get timid on me right now. Don't get timid on me right now. I need you to exercise some boldness and some authority. If you're sitting next to a guest or a visitor or if you're standing next to a young person I just want you to ask them very kindly can I pray with you and I dare you to begin to activate the wind and let the wind blow just for a moment let the Holy Ghost move just for a moment let the power of God begin to shift something today church God's filling people with the baptism of the Holy Ghost I wish you would let the winds blow
We're activating the wind today. 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 Let it blow on every dry bone. Let it blow on every cold heart. Let it blow on every empty vessel. Come on, God's filling people with the Holy Ghost right now. We already got one talking in tongues. If you're standing next to somebody, now's not the time to be timid. You just need to ask them, can I pray with you? And can we just let the winds blow for a moment? <laughs> 